streaming and recording. Welcome everyone to the monthly movie dispatch, uh, the movie review show that uh, the movie review show from friends you can trust. Uh, every week we broadcast and review a new film, talk about some film news and recommend what to watch. Uh, we've been talking, critiquing, and gushing over movies since we were in high school, and we aim to bring you honest conversation from honest people. Um, today here with me, I have my brother, Brandon Bulby. How's it going? And I am Sean Bulby here in Seattle. Brandon's in New York City. <clears throat> and today we're going to be talking about the new uh, comedy, uh, Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Um, but first we're going to, uh, talk a little bit about stuff we've been watching. Um, we don't really do that much, but today we just kind of wanted to bring up some stuff that we normally wouldn't get to review on this show. Um, some TV, some other stuff, maybe, um, some docs, some docs. Um, but yeah. Um, so Brandon, why don't we jump right into it? Uh, why don't you tell us about, uh, what you've been watching? So I've been watching uh, this documentary that I really enjoyed called Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry. Um, it was distributed by Neon and released on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, I Personally, I'm a fan of Billie Eilish's music. I loved her album that uh, came out a year ago, two years ago now. I was a really big fan. Um, so maybe this was like catered towards me, but I do think this is a film and a story that everyone could get a lot out of. She's, uh, it maybe changed the music industry in certain ways. Uh, she, the notorious story of her recording her entire album as 16 years old with just her and her brother in her parents' bedroom in her, in her bedroom, uh, with just her brother on a, at her parents' house. Yeah. At her parents' house. And she won four Grammys. That's extraordinary. Like mm -hmm. almost no money was spent on this album as far as actual recording goes. Yep. And it's the entire world world has listened to it. I remember when um, we talked about Moonlight winning for best picture mm -hmm. at the Oscars, that film cost $2 million and we were kind of like, no one has any excuses. Yeah. But this album Billie Eilish released and this documentary as it shows is nobody has any excuses in music, especially. Mm -hmm. um, you can do anything you want on any budget and have the whole world listen to it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a really cool story and it's very personal. There's a lot of just footage in their house as kids of them just making the album, making music in their bedroom. And yeah. it's really cool footage just from their phones and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend this. Yeah. Um, it sounds pretty cool. I've heard, I've heard a bunch of stuff from several different people. It kind of uh, reminds me a little bit of when we were kids and Zach would just have his, his high eight camera always going, walking around Marysville and, and uh, just capturing whatever the hell he captured. And uh, he then had a bunch of tapes of it. And it's almost and one like one person happens to be famous and that's yeah. the footage you get to make the documentary uh -huh. out of. Yeah, yeah for pretty, sure. Pretty crazy that that's kind of the world we live in. Where yeah, it has. You can just have such a well documented past of these famous people before they were famous. Exactly. Her being only 16 years old, she's only been going through this since everyone's had phones now. So mm -hmm. you get to see all of it. Um, yeah. 
it's it's pretty long. It's two hours and twenty minutes. So you, I think you do need to be a little bit of a fan of her, mm -hmm. um, but it gives you great insight on the world of uh, independently produced music. She's uh, she's pretty dramatic, and she's going through a lot. You know, she's a very angsty teenager, and so you do have to see her go through a lot of emotions and at the same time being one of the most popular and famous singers and it's hard to uh you know it's hard to see her complain so much but i'm sure she's feeling a lot mm -hmm. and uh you do garner some like sympathy for her as she goes through this journey uh it's a really interesting story yeah uh sounds really cool um the show uh so i've um kind of been watching i haven't finished it yet but there's a there's a little tv show that i hadn't heard of um until okay. recently my uh sister-in-law actually made us watch it or didn't make us but she suggested it to us and and she we watched it over at her place uh a, a couple weeks ago um it's called staged have you heard of this mm. brandon um, i have not at all so this movie uh, released, I believe in, or, or sorry, not movie. Uh, this this BBC TV sh series uh, originally released in June of 2020, um, mm -hmm. and it is uh, it, it's kind of hard to describe. It's a it is a um, so it's a it, it takes place during the pandemic, right as the pandemic hits. It's so okay. Let me start over. It's a comedy. Um, about a BBC comedy starring uh, David Tennant uh, of Doctor Who fame and Michael Sheen, uh, mm -hmm. who's like uh, someone you just everyone recognizes him, but um, he's in so much stuff. Um, and th the premise is right when the pandemic hits, they are they were supposed to be doing a play together um, in London. This is kind of a, a small play, and um, uh, the director of the play uh, has this idea that they will start to rehearse this play over Zoom because um, they're all quarantined in their house. And he has this idea they're going to meet up on Zoom every day and they're going to rehearse this play. And then that way, when the pandemic blows over, they're all they're going to have a play ready to go and they're going to be first out of the gate um, uh, in London, get one of the big uh, uh, houses, uh, what um, theaters, and they're going to yeah. be ready to go. And um, but the thing is, is like there's some pretty big personalities, and this guy is way in over his head. This director is way in over his head, um, and he is trying to direct. He is a child trying to direct a bunch of children. Um, and it is just extremely funny. Um, it's all shot what, from what looks like um, just their phones or just on their computers um, mm -hmm. over Zoom. So it's like, you know, mo a, a big part of the show is actually just kind of that Zoom uh, meeting look um, on the computer. And right. it really just kind of rests on these really great performances by, uh, the main characters, especially David Tennant and, and Michael Sheen. Um, they also bring in, uh, both of their real life wives. Uh, so Georgia Tennant and, um, I forget the other one's name, uh, David Tennant's wife. Um, but they're also in it. And, uh, so they're all just kind of doing this, this thing together. 
Um, so just this over is Zoom. only a show that could exist in a world that's going through quarantine. Yeah, COVID, definitely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it, it's really cool. Um, it's a really fun look at, uh, you know, kind of look back at our quarantined life um, mm -hmm. and kind of the craziness and like how you everyone was dealing with it. And and um, but it's yeah, it's just really funny. They're That's great such a great good concept, and, like unique yeah. structure for a show. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, definitely recommend it. I haven't watched the whole thing. It, Looks like there's about 13 episodes so far, if I'm if I saw that correct. Um, and yeah, check it out. It's on Hulu uh, for free, but I, I believe you can uh, you can purchase it for fairly cheap uh, in other. It's a good recommendation. I'm sure not a lot of people have heard about it. Um, yeah, uh, I was surprised uh, when I when I first saw it. So uh, definitely check it out. Um, yeah. Did you have anything, anything else you wanted to talk about, Brandon? Any, any other little, Just, that's the one big one I want yeah. to throw out there. Cool. Um, well, yeah, let's, uh, let's, I guess, jump into Barb and star go to Vista Del Mar. Um, <clears throat> just want sound effects for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is a, a new movie, uh, directed by Josh Greenbaum. Um, and it's written by Annie Momolo. Mumolo, Annie Mumolo, mm -hmm. and Kristen Wiig, and it's also starring Annie Mumolo and Kristen Wiig, um, which they famously co-wrote uh, *Bridesmaids* together. Right, right. Um, the the incredibly famous uh, *Bridesmaids*. Uh, and the plot description is: Lifelong friends Barb and Star embark on an adventure of a, on the adventure of a lifetime when they decide to leave their small midwestern town for the first time ever. Um, so yeah, um, what do uh, you think, Sean? Yeah. So I, I think I, I wanted to set up real quick. Um, there's not much plot in this movie. Um, no. there's nothing really to spoil, but I did want to, uh, I think what we're mostly going to be talking about is some of the jokes and, and some of the, uh, um, you know, the bits and the, the some of the a bunch of the scenes. So I think I wanted to do first impressions, get your impression. I'll, I'll give my impression um, and then we'll do a light spoiler warning and then just kind of go off talking about um, all the scenes that we enjoyed, what we thought was mm -hmm. really funny about the movie. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'll go first. I, I thought um, I thought what was really interesting about this movie, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Um, but what was, Definitely. yeah, what was unique about it, I thought is that it's almost written. I don't know if how written it was or how, how exactly they, the process, what exactly the process was for this movie, but it feels very much as if you are just watching in a live improv show. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, I don't know how much improv you've seen. Um, I haven't seen a ton, but I uh, I was fortunate enough for actually right before the pandemic to go um, to Los Angeles and see quite a bit of improv down there at some pretty famous uh, improv mm -hmm. um, theaters uh, and schools. But um, it's it's just the the way that the story plays out. Um, and the free flowing nature of it. And it just kind of yeah. goes off on these weird tangents for however the hell long, long that they want to go off on it for. And for however long it's funny for, um, 
before they like immediately pivot back into something completely different and the way like jokes come back around and um, it's kind of like campy bluntness on its overall plot points yeah yeah like, definitely like you see them coming as if they're about of course the improv is gonna have to hit this note here and that note there yeah because it's the obvious uh character arcs yeah yeah and then the all but also like the way that the the story builds um and, and goes in the weird directions it's almost as if you know like it, like that that game where you're you're t- trying to tell a story like one sentence or one word mm-hmm. at a time and then you just have to keep going uh like come up with something else based on the, what the previous person has said and so like the 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 story just kind of bobs and weaves in these such weird directions and it builds it's like someone will just it'll just throw in a weird crazy concept and then the movie will just have to build on that you know it's like it's a very yes and type of um uh of free-flowing type of movie um but yeah so that's that's what i thought was really great about it obviously like the the improv of of kristen wig we all know um like Judd, Judd Apatow's crowd and uh, even Bridesmaids made that kind of improv style um, comedy, uh, you know, kind of adult comedy uh, type yeah. movie really famous. But this movie really I, I do feel like it's a little it's a little bit tighter than the Judd Apatow improv. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are plenty of scenes and shots that do go on, but it's not quite as lingering um, as the specific older Judd Apatow stuff. Mm hmm. But anyways, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and yeah, it just like it just it's so fast paced. It's it moves so quickly. Um, but yeah, what what were your uh, overall thoughts? What uh, what did what did you think? Overall, I thought this was like a super refreshing comedy. Obviously, it's not original or all that unique. You've seen stuff like this before, maybe in the further distant past than. Mm-hmm more recently i'd say possibly like the most similar stuff is um austin powers maybe i was was thinking did you ever see um what's it called Uh, american american summer what is it it's like uh wet hot american wet hot american summer definitely had the randomness of wet hot american Uh summer um also the randomness of the goofiness of austin powers and Mm -hmm. the kind of more like bond like you know, super villain yeah, sidekick adventure and sex and as the Austin Powers stuff. Yeah, definitely. So I, I guess it's not necessarily original, but I'd felt refreshing. It felt mm-hmm. like I hadn't been in this type of a comedy in a long time. And it was really great just to live in this hilarious campiness mm-hmm. for an hour and 45 minutes and not have to like worry about much else besides whatever these, you know, writers are going to throw at you next. So I really did love that about this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, I don't necessarily know if anyone is saying this. Maybe I'm just like heard the slash film say this, but I don't necessarily think this is like God's gift to comedy, <laughs> this film. Um, and maybe Jeff and Devendra, um, mm-hmm. the notorious slash film cast, the only people actually are saying that right now. Um, I do think it does suffer from some like com- comedic, downfalls that happen in a lot of movies specifically like even judd apatow movies where they 
they get less funny as they go along. They stop introducing, you know, new characters and wackier ideas. And they focus more on like the adventure plot, mm-hmm. um, which just inherently isn't as funny as the setup usually is. So mm-hmm. I think it does still suffer from some of those downfalls that a lot of comedy adventures do suffer from. Uh, but overall, it's like you don't have it's still fun. And mm-hmm. it's still quirky, and you are still enjoying what's going on, even in the climax. Yeah, um, um, it's not a long movie, but uh, I think it was what one uh, an hour or hour forty seven minutes, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it could have been trimmed down a little bit. I, I would definitely agree that with that. Like they, a, a really they tight spent a lot of time on the intro. Uh huh. Yeah, but I also liked the intro. Yeah, actually, I loved like the first uh, first whole half of the movie. I was I was busting up laughing. Um, yeah, it, it was still funny. It was definitely still funny. Vino Del Mar. Yeah, yeah, Vista Del Mar. Vista uh, Del Mar. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I still thought the second half was really fun and funny too. Uh, there's some really great um, moments throughout, uh, but I do kind of agree it gets focuses a little. I mean, but it's like it's not. It's so not much of a plot. It just kind of starts doing some other stuff i guess i don't know yeah more character emotions or maybe just um, kind of that kind of more action adventure those kinds of jokes start getting a little old or or um yeah i don't know um but yeah Yeah, these these two writers are notoriously known for writing bridesmaids Mm -hmm. and i think i still think that is a a stronger comedy all around. I think I enjoy that movie more and maybe that even made me laugh harder at points. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool that they're still like together and they're still pushing this many like boundaries and yeah. this full of creativity to come up with this bonkers of a story. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. It's just like, I can't imagine the the process of writing this. It's, it just, see the craziest directions that we can take the movie and just just trust that we're going to make it funny i guess um uh yeah, yeah and i i got i have to say also like the the performances of those two the way that they talk and the way that they talk over each other and the way that they like say the yeah. same things it's so good and they're so quick and um this reminded me a lot of um like oh hel- hi hello oh, on he- Netflix, oh the Broadway, oh hello, yeah, and I'm blanking on the two SNL cast it's, members that did that. It's Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. I don't think they were. Yeah, SNL. it reminded me the way of they are just like so tightly wound mm-hmm. as like real life friends and improv actors that they can just finish each other's sentences mm-hmm. in, within like this comedy, and. Yeah, the way Barb and Star interact with each other and are just like their dialogue is just on top of each other at all points. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it really reminded me of John Mulaney and, and their stuff yeah. as well. Um, definitely. Is, I was curious, is this an SNL previous character? Or is um, this your original? I don't know. I, I'm not uh, super familiar with uh, with SNL and, and yeah. Kristen Wiig on SNL, but um, it definitely has that feeling like they, they would... The, these two characters would be these wacky reoccurring people on SNL. Um, yeah. I do want to read Nick wrote down here since we're kind of talking about SNL. Um, yeah. Nick, Nick statement, one of our uh, friends of the pod uh, at the beginning, Nick says at the beginning, I shrugged and thought this is one SNL sketch 
this is one SNL sketch stretched over an entire movie. I was getting those vibes in the small town as well, Nick. Um, he said, as I got more invested, I wondered if this was uh, based on anything. Then I just kept getting, it just kept getting bigger and wackier. And it turned out, I love the big concept comedies. Reminds me of Josie and the Pussycats. Hmm. Did you ever see that film? I did not, no. Yeah, me neither. Very 90s. I've heard a lot about it. I didn't know it yeah. was that wacky of a film. Me neither. But yeah, I was definitely getting a lot of uh, great sketch comedy SNL vibes at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, I just keep wanting to bring up like jokes and scenes right uh-huh. now. But I'm like, keep yeah, like well, that. well, I think uh, it's clear we both recommend the movie. Uh we yeah i mean i i will say i don't know if it's necessarily for everyone i am fully aware that there's going to be people who are going to think this is too weird uh too bizarre it's too dumb there's no plot it goes for too long um but yeah if you if you can buy into it it's it's really funny it's a total blast um Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I recommend it. It's available for premium. Is it? Is that premium rental? Uh, I don't remember. It's I we I think we got it for like six dollars. Um, yeah, it's like five ninety nine. Yeah. So yeah. um yeah, check it out if you're interested. Um, if you've already seen it, stick around and 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 maybe relive some of the jokes. And if you don't want to see it, maybe stick around and and see what you're missing. Spoilers. Spoiler okay. alert. <laughs> So yeah, what were some of your favorite favorite jokes? Um, I I did want to bring up some fun creative like filmmaking techniques in jokes, and uh, like this is something we talk about with like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World or Shaun of the Dead um, style director, and I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, you know, he's able to make like jokes within his filmmaking and not yeah. necessarily with the actors uh-huh. and their dialogue. Yeah. Like the camera and, can be one of the funniest characters in his movies. Yeah. And I was loving the like editing of the kind of introduction of the characters mm-hmm. when it kind of just like shows their fingers tapping uh-huh. because they're <laughs> just these like kind of quaint, like mid like Midwestern. midlife women <laughs> yeah. and they just kind of tap their knees when something like a good beats happening uh-huh. like or there's these weird close-up shots of their just shoulders like wagging and it was like cut in the middle of dialogue too like it didn't exist there mm-hmm. but they were just showing it to us um it was like really good stuff like that um yeah even like pops. even like the very yeah. opening was the the kid riding the bike um and then the music kind of starts up and he just like starts singing along with the mm-hmm. with the music and then he th- it like all stops and gets really intense and he throws the newspaper and then he keeps on he keeps it's right like, on what going. is going on with yeah. this weird kid uh, like... but it was so funny uh you just if you can buy into it just like the movie right off the bat is mm-hmm. is really fun um yeah i love that I remember... kind of stuff there was one, there was one like filmmaking technique they did with when they both went to visit the evil love interest like at night and were deceiving each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, the they repeat the exact same like exact same camera angles yeah. and shots, and they even like repeat the same like background characters uh-huh, doing the, the same the same, thing same ice cream cone them. and the same yeah the two the couple kissing each other. Uh-huh. It's like. 
totally outside of the existence of reality. Yeah. But like, it for was, some reason, it's a joke that. Yeah. Works really it was well. just like it's such a. There's so many of those. It's such a simple joke. It doesn't really make any sense. But like the way that they pull it off is so funny, and the way that they. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like the way that they commit to it, uh, is is what's so funny because it just, it, and it's one of those things where. If you do something like there will be, uh, I find this, um, I find this really funny in, in a lot of situations where there will be like a joke and it's kind of funny and you kind of chuckle and then they do the joke again and then they do the joke again and you're like, okay, all right, I get it. I get it. It's getting annoying now. And then they keep doing it and then they commit so hard to it that it wraps mm-hmm. back around and it's like even way funnier than the first time they did it. And that I feel like that movie, this movie did this, did that so many times. Like, um, yeah. What's your favorite? I mean, what one example. that just popped in, pops into my head, uh, is them getting out of the rope. Like they're, you know, they're both tied up. Oh God. And, yeah. And the joke is just that they're, they're tied up and they're trying to get out of the knots. Um, and he's like off monologuing, looking out the window and every time he turns around, they're like progressively more out of the knots. Mm-hmm. But then, in the, like, it's such a simple, dumb joke. Um, they do it five or yeah. six times. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And then it, like, at some point, it just becomes so funny again. Um, that yeah, that was one of my favorites. Um, yeah, by the by the third time, you understand exactly what's happening. You're like, okay, uh, that's the last time. Yeah. Fourth time, you're a little annoyed, and then the fifth time they do it, you're back to laughing. Uh-huh. Again. And then they like take it yeah. farther than they than you ever thought they would take it, and it just gets mm-hmm. so much fu- so funny. Yeah, um, yeah. One of my, I think my absolute favorite part of this film is a much simpler part uh, towards the beginning before they get wrapped up in the adventure uh, is just them at their talk club uh-huh. and they just talk they got club. in the like a list uh-huh. of just their comedic friends who are just like have the best faces uh-huh. and the best reactions because every single person in that uh in that club that's sitting around the couches is just absolute gold uh-huh. in their performance um it's it was yeah. I was cracking up. Well, I was by myself, so I guess uh, I wasn't laughing that hard. It's kind of hard to crack up when you're by yourself. Yeah. But I was thoroughly enjoying that scene and uh, every single like line of dialogue and facial expression from those characters. Uh, uh, was, them like locking the girl out because yeah. she's a half <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like towards the end of the scene, she's like still out there listening, trying uh-huh. to be included. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then the the hot dog soup. <laughs> That the, the hot yeah oh god she's slowly <laughs> pouring the uh-huh. most disgusting looking so there's so much detail yeah or her sock and she like um puts uh, what's her name Meredith from the office's face she's like showing the her sock yeah. just keeps getting closer and closer to her uh-huh. face for no reason yeah um <clears throat> Meredith's obsession I call it just Meredith but her obsession with uh horses and even at the uh-huh. end she just picks yeah. up a saddle uh-huh. off of the back. Oh, I didn't catch that, actually. <laughs> yeah, she just, like, picks up a saddle yeah. before she's leaving and just uh, walks out with the saddle. Yeah. I mean, and... Uh, and there's and just, like, so much detail. I feel like a lot of that is very... That scene felt so improv. Oh, shit. Sorry, I said Meredith. Yeah, Thanks, you keep Nick. Saying... It's Phyllis. Yeah, I tried to correct you, Brandon, but... Oh, <laughs> you sorry. were having none on. of it. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's that scene felt so much like an improv. Like they're at talk. Like you, the the setup of this of this sketch is of this skit is you're at talk club, and and then like okay go, and then there's two people, and then they start doing this thing, and then more people come in, and each character or each person just like out of nowhere invents this totally wacky, bizarre character. And then they mm-hmm. just they just commit to it, and and they're all kind of almost fighting for attention in the scene, yeah. And they're all trying to like one up each other, and like, um, yeah, just take their the skit or or just take the like bit that they have in their head for their own character as far as they can, um, and yeah, uh, that the that scene was great. I swear, there's so much detail in that scene, like that could have been a movie. Uh huh. Or the, all like the adventures of them in this town alone and their talk club could have been a movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think the funniest joke for me by far was Trish. The okay. Well, it comes back around. Is this yeah. so as a whole? Yeah, the whole the whole Trish. It was so, okay. it was so good, and that's another example of like. You do it once, it's kind of funny. You do it a second time, it's like, okay, I get it. And you do it the third time, and it is you just like take it so ridiculously far. Um, yeah, how they're just like their entire, the entire airplane flight from where were they? Somewhere in the Midwest, maybe five hour flight from somewhere in the Midwest to Vista Del Mar, Florida. They're just mm-hmm. talking about their favorite, their favorite name is Trish and they like just talk about that they all just the... discovered at the same yeah, time. Yeah. And uh, they, they're just making up who Trish is and, and what someone with the name Trish is like. And, yeah. and then in the, by the end, they're just like, they're, <laughs> I think the, the last one is they're actually leaving the airport or they're walking out of the airport and they're just crying because of who Trish is and how good of a person Trish is. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, when they're going down the escalator. Yeah. 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 Um, that was, that was so great. And then Trish and then, ends up saving their lives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And that was like Riding the, the only way that that scene, that scene could have played out. <laughs> it was yeah. like, how are they going to write themselves out of this moment? They have to bring in Trish. Yeah. What did you think of uh, Jamie Dornan? Uh, who is that the the main guy character? Fifty Shades of Grey yeah. stud. Um, I thought he was great for them to bounce their jokes off of. I think he mm-hmm. he did. Um, yeah, he was a muscly guy to to bounce their jokes. I, yeah, and yeah, yeah I, I really liked how he played that that straight character and. Um, you I know, think he did a decent yeah. job. Yeah. I, I um looking too much into it because he did fine enough. I think I I felt like I could feel him being self conscious at times uh-huh. of the situations yeah. they were putting in. You know what it kind of reminded me of? I'm I'm gonna real quick um like I felt like up. he maybe didn't have faith in the movie. Have and a few times he was like, You're really making me do this? Uh-huh. Have you this seen have you seen um duck soup the uh marx brothers dark duck soup no no it is so fucking funny um, okay but 
it, it actually reminded he he reminded me a little bit. There's a there's a woman in actually I think a bunch of their movies, um, and they just hired her. I think they the the story that I I heard is they just kept hiring her because she had at no point any idea what they were doing, um, mm-hmm. and like the I don't know if you've seen any Marx Brothers, but they're so quick quick-witted especially groucho mm-hmm. marx he's so fast-paced quick-witted and he is three jokes ahead of you before you even understand what's going on um but yeah she was just there she was you know playing the uh this this kind of slightly uptight lady and uh the, there's just a whirlwind of jokes going on around her um, yeah, and she's it's just exactly like kind of out of her element, but it's so it's so funny to see, and uh, yeah, that definitely reminded me of of how they mm-hmm. they uh, worked that into their act. The uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm on board. I think I'm just looking a little too into it, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I also really liked the musical numbers. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought uh, the first one when they get there, like just had the like I kind of liked the music. Like started out cheesy and then it got really epic, and then by the end it like slowed down and got kind of beautiful. Um, yeah. It like went through this whole arc in like two minutes, uh, and his song was actually pretty hilarious. Of how it was just like self-referencing every shot that he was in, uh-huh. um, climbing the tree and the yeah. seagulls standing on rocks and like yeah, that was somehow they made the musicals work uh-huh definitely and then mm-hmm. the end of that first musical number just being that oh they're in the wrong hotel <laughs> oh, yeah. the shittiest uh-huh. motel across yeah. the street uh-huh mm-hmm. um yeah um it was funny yeah <laughs> i could go on i mean i uh can i do a couple nits sure um i thought that they should have saved our two leads coming together for the moment when they're underwater looking at each other. It was weird that they repeated the same character moment of them forgiving each other like twice. Mm -hmm. And the more significant, like first with the alligators, they like totally forgave each other. And then again, when they were like under the water about to die, Uh I think if they had like combined the two, it would have been actually it would have actually felt like kind of significant. Um, do you get what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, I, uh, I get you. Um, so when they're underwater, like just looking at each other and like almost silently forgiving each other, like, yeah, if they had just pulled the combined that moment, with the underwater, like visuals, it would have been really uh-huh. perfect. Yeah. It would have actually given me the feels. Uh, huh. yeah, I see that. Um, I don't know how much I was I was really thinking about any kind of character stuff. I I mean, having said that, I I really liked their characters and their friendship and and how tight they were um, as friends and like how un unquestionably unconditional their friendship was. Uh, they had or at like least a felt. ridiculous three way and didn't even yeah. care. Yeah, like it didn't phase them much. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, anything else you, I, I also think like there, there were probably a few nits that I would pick. Um, there's probably a few scenes that I didn't think was very funny, um, and probably could have done without, 
but at the same time, I feel like that's all a part of improv comedy. <laughs> and I think this movie, uh, I, I think this movie nails that feeling so well. And um, it's willing to take those risks in those weird scenes that don't make any sense and kind of are a little awkward. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't think if they, I think if they had cleaned up a lot of that stuff, it wouldn't have been, uh, w- the movie wouldn't have been the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Nick, Nick's asking a good, um, it sounds like we are coming to a closing, but Nick's asking in chat, what star rating would we give it? Oh man, I don't even know. Um, it's, I mean, it, it is like, what star rating would you give that improv comedy show that you just watched? It's like, I, I, I rate I movies it. on a completely different scale. But yeah, what? I Sorry if this is too low, but I would give it a really solid three and a half. I think that's what I'm thinking too. Oh, okay. I mean, but then again, like what even, do you, how do you even compare it to a movie with a plot and characters? Um, I don't know. It was really funny. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Right. Bridesmaids is a four, leaning four and a half. I think this one's a three and a half, leaning four. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, uh, I'll meet you there. Yeah. Cool. Um, any other any other thoughts? Any other uh, scenes you wanted to point out? The Morgan Freeman think, scene, uh, maybe the Morgan Freeman as a crab and. Oh man! Existentially so walking off into the uh-huh. sunset. Yeah. <laughs> God, I didn't even. That just came and went. Yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah. That was maybe the furthest they pushed anything. Uh, yeah. Um. But yeah, we could go on about yeah, scenes forever. Absolutely. Uh, what do we got going on the next couple of weeks? Yeah, we next week we are doing um the movie uh bad trip we're gonna have uh nick and and derek talk about the movie bad trip another new comedy that uh i saw and i i enjoyed a little bit of a yeah i'm gonna check that to, out this week too not so not to I can take watch anything episode. away from nick and derek's review but i did quite enjoy it um mm-hmm. but yeah uh that's what we got coming up check that out uh next tuesday around eight o'clock um we'll probably go live and uh yeah be sure to uh smash like that subscribe button and uh leave a comment in the notification bell um let us know what you guys thought about the movie um and uh yeah did you guys like it did you think it was too much did you think it wasn't enough do you think they should have pushed it farther um (laughs) could be yeah uh thanks for watching see you guys uh next time later bye